So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Welcome to the Middle-Aged Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Jasani Dark Paladin Courtney. This is episode seven, and today is Wednesday, February 8th. And with me, from remote, he's not with us right now. I feel an absence. I feel a disturbance in the force. Is Scott combing his hair, Johnson? How are you? Combing my hair. I don't have any hair. We I lost know. that shit but years that's ago. That's a conundrum, is it not? <laughs> Slightly <laughs> combing, combing my beard hair. There you go. I'll take that. That made you think of fonder times when you actually had hair. Uh, yeah, and if you can't tell that that nickname definitely has something to do with the intro that you just heard. Um, more about that later. And riding shotgun is Daniel doesn't have a license, Fisher. <laughs> a license for what? License to kill. <laughs> I surely do not. <laughs> for murder, I'm a peacemaker. Murder a would be evil. <laughs> again, and again, a lot of those nick- these nicknames have to do with the movie we're going to review later, which I cannot wait for. I think it's going to be fun. That, that was this is it one was of the a more great f- movie. I love. It's one of the it more again. fun movies that yeah. we reviewed lately. Yeah. So it's going to be great. So how are you guys doing? How since last time we talked? Feel free. Anybody to step up. I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, hold up. Hold, let me tell the audience what just happened. So Scott's not here with us. He's calling in remote. And so usually we look at each other and there's these visual cues that we've gotten used to over the last few episodes. So Scott's not here. <laughs> so no one knows when to talk now. So, um, so we're so, all confused. We're lost and cold. <laughs> well, it's your fault, sir. Um, <laughs> Scott, how are you doing? I'm going to be specific. We're, we're doing OK. We're coming at you remote because of uh, the big old COVID. So yeah. it looks like it might be running a, a rampage through at least one member of the family. So I'm taking a break. I'm not going to come in and try and, you know, play, it, it, do the last of us to everybody. Infect us so. with your covid goodness. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm glad. COVID-ness. No, hope, we hope you feel better. I I'm, appreciate you you're thinking about it. Staying safe, uh, which everyone should be doing. But uh, no, we, we miss you already. I, I, I'm looking at this chair and I, 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 I'm, I'm sad. What about you, Daniel? Yeah, it's like it's like COVID all over again. <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> what What's COVID? That's not true. Anyway, we'll go there. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, how are you, sir? I'm good. So my kids have birthdays this month. So I've got a paintball game coming up and uh, an escape room, which I absolutely love. So oh, do, you, do, you escape enjoy, rooms are fantastic. do you enjoy escape rooms? I love them. Really? Yeah. Do you not like them? It really depends on who you're in there with. Uh, yeah, that can be a factor. Yeah, you, you know, got to be in with some close friends. Yeah. So I think sure. I escape- mean, Jasani, we had fun when we went to New Orleans. So I was one for your birthday. I was going to bring that up, Scott. So it's so funny. Like I, I truly think that escape rooms puts a group what I call in the end of the world protocol. So like, if you're with a group of friends and the end of the world happened to happen or the zombie apocalypse. I personally feel like people would revert to certain roles. <laughs> and I think the escape room is a good simulation. I totally agree. <laughs> like, you know who's going to take charge, yeah, yeah. who's analytical, yep. who's going to do the heavy lifting. And I think escape room is a good way to see that. Oh, I think I'm going to die first if we ever hit that scenario. <laughs> I'll say the best escape room I did was in Las Vegas. And uh, there was a coffin involved and someone had to get in the coffin. Nobody would do it. And I was like, I can do it. <laughs> and I got, and I'm I'm a, not a small guy, right? And it was a tight fit in the coffin, it, and it magnetically locked. <laughs> <laughs> did you freak out? I did freak out. I was I was trying to keep myself calm, just breathing steady. Um, <laughs> to room Lord. Oh. I was like, you know, this is this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying. But then the trap door behind me opened up, and I was in another room with a live actor. Which in the pitch dark room, it was. Uh, 
It was a little terrified. Crazy. Yeah. I, lo- I mean, I loved it. I love fear. <laughs> I, I, I do not. I love I horror not. movies. It was that. a horror themed uh, escape room. It was great. Yeah, Scott, you, you're right. We uh, During one of my last birthday parties, we went to New Orleans and we did an escape room. Um, we we won, right? We Yeah. Yeah. We kicked ass on that. I, there was a lot of drinking. I don't. Fully recall everything. <laughs> that makes it more yeah. interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, as always, it's good to have it's good to have you, Scott. Glad you're able to make it remotely. So we'll get started with our middle aged nerds news. All right. Um, so a couple of announcements, um, and I need to apologize to a middle aged nerds community member. I am so I'm the worst fantasy football commissioner this side of the Mississippi, probably. On both sides of the Mississippi, actually, um, we we finished, we wrapped up our season as most leagues did a few weeks ago because literally the Super Bowl is this weekend, uh, so I'm so late. So I am happy to announce the winner of our I think this was our second, um, our second uh, fantasy foot we call it Final Fantasy League. Uh, so our Final Fantasy Football League is Damian Star. Um, Damian Star won with a really impressive record, and this was his first year with that us. That is impressive. So he came Woo-hoo. in. Um, and actually, and I want to give a shout out, um, one of the daughters of one of our, of Nick Bizzick, uh, her name's Jocelyn, uh, she joined us. Now, she's not on Facebook, uh, but she joined us. This was her first year doing fantasy fa- Final Fantasy Football League with us. And she came in second, and it was close. Nice. It was really close. Like, she, and here's what's funny, and, and this, is, this, is, this is about karma. So we did the draft at my house during the preseason, and she made all these draft call, draft moves. And it was typical, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, was oh, it, was she gonna... coached or no coaching? No, she, I, I think she got a little coaching, but, okay. but she came in with her own. She had some knowledge. Strategy, going yeah. In. All right. And uh, proved us all wrong, man. We didn't know what the hell we were talking about. She nice. came in and she, she had a little rough start, but she dominated and there was no question by midseason that she was going to make it in. So I, I want to give Jocelyn a shout out too, even though uh, she came in second place, but yeah. I, she she shut me up on a number of occasions, which is really hard to do. Um, so so Damien, um, as the winner, you will receive the championship belt. So I'm going to reach out to you so I can get that shipped to you. I will pay the shipping. Um, it is a heavy belt, and I kind of didn't want to give it up, but I will. I'll go ahead and give it up. I'll uh, I'll turn it over to you. But congratulations, man. We're looking forward to next year, and I promise to all the all the competitors, I'll do better. <laughs> I'll be a better commissioner. Um, then our, I want to re- remind everybody about our watch party next month, uh, March the 3rd, um, Monty Python's Life of Brian. I'm actually looking forward to this. I, I have not seen that movie in so many years. Uh, so between the two of you guys, what's better, Monty, uh, the, the uh, Holy Grail or Life of Brian? Um, I don't know. It's, you'll have to remind me. Life of Brian, is that with the walking sperm guys, the Catholic family? Uh, no, that's, you know what I'm I mean, talking no, about. No, no, I think that's uh, a something. The life of <laughs> that's the meaning of life. Yes, meaning, so of, meaning life. of life. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't Python, think the I've life seen of the Brian, life of Brian. Okay, so life of Brian is basically me. you had Jesus was born in the stable. Okay. Yeah. Brian was born in the stable next door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've and seen that's this like, one. Sh- no shit. That's the entire premise of the movie. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll get my bamboo rum and I'll be ready for this. One. Oh man. <laughs> It's yeah. all about that bamboo rum, yeah, I man. Should have some interesting commentary after that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just hoping that we mention bamboo that Little Wayne's gonna pay me some money. That you because know, it's made by Little Wayne. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he made some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, well, wait a minute. You said Little Wayne? Yeah, I think it's, it's a Little Wayne product. Like Little Wayne endorses it. 
Holy shit. All right. Yeah. It's, it's all about that life, man. Uh, you didn't even know it. You didn't even oh, know it. He's going to get some of didn't my money. Know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. It's really good. But yeah, uh, it's going to be really, really fun. So it's going to be Friday, March the 3rd at 8 p.m. So it's gonna, we're going to watch it on uh, Amazon Prime. So really looking forward to that. Um, and then something new to the podcast. We're going to change up our format a little bit. Um, and so normally after this section, we normally talk about what we did in Destiny. And so we're going to we're going to hold back. I want to so bad because there's so much cool stuff that happened and we've done over the last couple of weeks. But we're going to take the Destiny section and we're going to create a mini-sode. So we actually have two podcasts to get released a month. And but we're we're just going to combine combine into its own separate podcast. So at the beginning, in the middle of the month, we'll get the main podcast. I'm trying to get it straight. I'm looking, I'm looking, looking at Daniel for confirmation. He's waiting for me to screw up. No, you're good. You're doing well. <laughs> and then the end of the month, we're going to produce the mini soap. Right. Is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so for all you Destiny fans, don't worry that we're not talking about Destiny. It's, it's there. It's still part of our life. We're just going to, we think it's so important to it deserve its own podcast. So we will move on to our gaming news. Um, so I actually don't have anything for gaming news. <laughs> um, I completely dropped the ball. I didn't review any new games. Um, all I did was play Destiny and WWE 2K. That's all I played. Um, so I'm going to lean on the two of you to <laughs> talk about a game. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, so there's two games I want to talk about. I usually have the board game spot, but I'm going to talk about a video game I've been playing called Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, it's on PlayStation and Xbox, and it's kind of got a Sea of Thieves feel in the graphics, um, but it's like dwarves in space, a little bit of a Minecraft thing because you're mining an, a- an asteroid. Um, and then it's got a Starship Troopers feel because you're fending off the bug creatures that are trying to eat you. Um, <laughs> but it is a multiplayer game. Uh, I was talking okay. to Scott earlier about it. It's uh, it's a fun game, so I'm going to give it a chance and see if I can get a group together and we'll try it out. It's got excellent reviews. Um, yeah, it actually looks really cool. I was talking to Daniel about it earlier, and the graphics look neat, and just the gameplay looks kind of cool. It's up to four players online. Really? Sweet. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then the board game I want to talk about, which is sort of now a video game, is Settlers of Catan. Oh, it's my God. It's also being released February 28th on console. <laughs> no way. Yes. I did not know. Oh, my God. I'm psyched about it. Welcome to my great. new obsession. <laughs> I love some Uh-oh. Settlers of Catan. Oh, it's such a great game. It's oh, such a great game. my goodness. So February 28th. February 28th. Same as Destiny. Yep. I am right to get down. <laughs> and it's only $24.99. So it's a it's a great board game. Um, good to get a group of guys together and uh, or gals and play this game. Uh, I have a group that I've played with uh, in person, but one of those guys lives in Louisiana and the other one just moved out to Katy, so we don't get to play as often. But now we're going to be playing all the time. All the time. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, I remember, I remember like first time I played Settlers of, Settlers of Catan, I, I, me and board games, I don't know. It's just like either I love them or it's just like, blah, you know. But I remember Settlers of Catan was like, I immediately gravitated toward that game. I thought it was one of the best things. I get massively competitive yeah. um, trying to build my road. Oh, yeah. Trying to build my road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it's on a console now, oh my gosh. Well, what's great is it's always a new game. The board changes up every time you play. And there's a ton of expansions you can add onto it. My favorite is Seafarers. Have you played that one? Mm, no. That adds uh, ships instead of roads. So you got your roads on land and then your ships. And then there's a... Um, an instance of the game called Into the Mist, where you flip all the water tiles upside down, and as you sail out, you reveal what those cards are. They're either water or land. It's uh, it's adventurous. It's a great game. Would you say it's an adventure game? It is adventurous. Uh, I like to say it's kind of a combination of Risk and Monopoly. I okay, think that makes sense. Huh. 
Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm you in. play the base game, it can take about an hour. You play some of the expansion games, and it can probably go on to two hours. You, you have me at Settlers. Twenty four ninety nine. That's a great deal. Oh, I'm gonna buy it tonight. Yeah, is this is like a hundred bucks. So, or maybe it's fifty bucks. So, is it's, there a pre order option? There is a pre order. You just save a couple of bucks. It's not a big deal. Hey man, oh, a couple We're, bucks. Yeah, we we got inflation going on. Everything <laughs> everything counts. And uh, Scott, what do you have for us? Um, all right, so this time I'm going to go the board game route um, since Daniel went ahead and did video games. So <clears throat> we got a board game recently called The Night Cage, mm. kind of like a spoopy horror kind of co-op game. So the basic premise is that you awake to discover that you're prisoners inside like this underground labyrinth and you can't see anything, but you've only got like a candle. So you can only see the tiles immediately around you. Oh, that just, that just so sounds all, creepy. I love the creepy it, factor it's already. It's pretty freaking creepy. And so as you're working together to try and explore the maze, you're you're seeing new tiles, but you're getting rid of the ones behind you. So hmm. when you backtrack, it's a completely different maze. So it's it's really cool. It's like super super unique and it's like the the tile lane game it's super immersive um pretty high stakes because you only have a limited amount of tiles to go through and there's monsters that can take your time away and um and there's different difficulty levels so you can set it up to play with the kids like we did and we actually won the first game which is amazing but you can set it up to there's there's other challenges you can put in additional monsters that are more difficult and different things to put on the board so it makes it you can't move around as much um Super cooperative, because if you're like me, I like to have a cooperative game as opposed to more of a, a head-to-head PvP kind of thing. But that's me, because I'm a wuss. <laughs> um, easy to learn. Um, What's the name about again? Two to three minutes to set up and about 40 to 60 minutes to play. So it's, uh, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty sweet game. What's it called again? The Night Cage. Night Cage. And is it on uh, console, Xbox, and PlayStation? Nope. It oh, is PC? only a board game. Oh, oh board just a board game. game. That's right. That's board right. Board game. Okay. I told you, you man. Were, I was your board game. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> your active listening skills. <laughs> so, and, and I'll tell you where you lost me, Scott. You started saying, like, it changes directions, and I'm directionally challenged. <laughs> oh, um, no. I mean, as you're moving around, though, if you try to backtrack down the maze, it changes because you're drawing new tiles constantly. So, oh, so okay. if you got a straight corridor and then you lose it and then you turn around to go back, it's whatever tile you pull up next. So, it's constantly evolving and changing. It's really. It's pretty neat. You have to use a little bit of strategery. Strategery. Love it. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. All right. Well, we've got a couple of great games for folks to try out. Um, I I, I, I mean, I literally wrote down Settlers of Catan February 28th, like underlined like three times. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. Well, if it, if it wasn't a big deal, I'd only underlined it twice. <laughs> but I did it three times. So <laughs> big deal. So uh, great, great. So we're going to keep trekking on here. And we are going to move on to our Marvel DC moment. All right, welcome back. We're going to jump in. We're, we're going to come up with a different title for this because we tend to talk about more than just Marvel DC because uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Last of Us. But uh, yes. so we got to figure out a different different name for this. I don't know what it's going to be. I, I just maybe just call it TV stuff. TV, TV movie stuff. Yeah, give us some yeah. time. We'll come up with something better. <laughs> you can see the creative juices are going real strong here at about 6.15 in the afternoon. So, uh, um, so. First thing I want to do is I want to I'm going to switch things around. So excuse me for jacking up with the agenda. So I do want to catch up on Last of Us. Um, again, I think overall reviews have been fantastic for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're on episode four. Uh, yes, yeah. that is correct. And then five is on Friday. Right, right. It comes out on Friday. 
Um, so again, I'm gonna we're gonna we're not gonna do any spoilers because it's 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 relatively new. Um, so we're gonna give we're gonna give our listeners a break. But for for you guys, I guess we'll start with you. I'll start with you, Scott. How's the ride for you? Is it still as as awesome as episode one was? Has it lost some of its glamour? What do you think? No, it's it's fantastic. It's it follows the game at just the right amount. So without giving anything away, they follow the game just about perfectly through the first three episodes. In episode four, it deviates a little bit, but it deviates in such a way that if you complain about it, you're an asshole. <laughs> so I'm not allowed it, to literally. Complain. I mean, it, it's it? such a good, good episode and, and, and a way of looking at a post-apocalyptic kind of society and lifestyle and and that kind of idea but looking at it in a very human way that was just i'm not a big overly sentimental guy so i wasn't necessarily in tears at the end of it but my wife was like in tears at the end of that episode it was that powerful really 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 was deep the whole show overall is fantastic so i'm two i'm two episodes behind Oh, okay. I'm two episodes behind, so that's so, no, that's another reason why I don't want you to spoil it. You know, it's not really for the fans; it's for me. My HBO <laughs> subscription, but apparently HBO was free this past weekend. Oh, so what? I totally caught up. Yes. <laughs> so you, did, I, you I haven't. You, you didn't have to get a a, 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 a you know a pirated code. Huh? You just, no, but I'm going to because now I'm addicted. Right, I got to watch the rest of the show. <laughs> that's uh, it. Right. But I have not played the game, uh, and I love anything apocalyptic. Right, so right. It's, it's a great show. Dude. But I've been obsessed with this cordyceps fungus. I've been reading about it, and you know they actually sell it as an herb in China, apparently. And I'm like, after seeing the show, I'm like, hell no! Wait, wait, what? am I putting that in my body? Wait, well, that's where COVID came from. What the fuck? I, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this show coming right off of COVID, oh and God. they're saying that cordyceps can't actually infect humans because they can't. And I'm like, oh yeah, we'll see, Mother Nature. She's gonna pull one on us. You just watch. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's oh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's that whole thing. I think it was. I think it, I think it was Last of Us. They were they were talking about the virus. Oh yeah, yeah. It was at the very beginning of Last of Us when they showed that first scene. Yes, the clip of the like seventies. The seventies talking about yeah. you know well the only way something like that would happen is if the world just naturally rose in temperature right. by by at least five degrees. And here, but we you know are. who they should have had do that role? <laughs> who should have done that? Who would have been Jeff Goldblum? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, just kind of do like a flashback to Jurassic Park, and he's like, well, chaos, well, well, chaos theory, nature. <laughs> Manages to survive. And then, you know, next thing you know, you got mushroom heads running around. He'll be like, fungus will find a way. Seriously. (laughs) No, I mean, I've watched so many videos of like ants being infected by this fungus and the fact that they... Ants and beetles. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like they actually eat everything except the brain. They keep the insects moving and they, they, they talk about the mind control, you know, deal. And these insects are somehow convinced to climb up stalks or branches or trees so that when the uh, fungus releases, the spores fly out from a higher height. It's mm-hmm. it's absolutely insane. It, so it's it's terrifying. The video game, I mean, if you read into Cordyceps and then you watch this show, I mean, it is a terrifying concept. See, see, I in my own head, my life was great. And then you just, <laughs> and then you just ruined it because now you told me like this, this shit, some of this shit's actually real. It's crazy. Oh, real. Yeah. It's insane. It's never going to, well, right now <clears throat> it'll never infect humans, quote unquote. But, <clears throat> okay. It, but it's, no, Fam- but, but that's what's so amazing words. about the show. They have it spot on. It, it won't infect you, but you know what? Who knows how Mother Nature would modify to affect everything. Well, in, in my understanding is like it can't infect us just because it can't survive within our 
internal body Correct. temperature. The temperature. Yeah, and I, I read something about the uh, the fungus has adapted specifically to certain species of ants, so it can only affect that species. But yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, we saw what happened with COVID, right? We're just coming off of COVID, and here we go. <laughs> and we'll then, be, then they throw that shit at exactly. us. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah. Then we'll you know we'll do with COVID twenty and. The sequel, COVID-21. Need to move to the Alps somewhere <laughs> high. <laughs> Desert. But seriously, Daniel, if you haven't played the game, if you can get your hands on it, the game is its some of the best storytelling I've ever seen in a video it game. It is. It's it fantastic. Is. It, is, it is one of the, I mean, honestly, as I look at my, you know, I've been a gamer since probably for 30, 35 plus years. It's still like top five. Yeah. It's okay. top, it's oh, top easily. five. Top five easily. Could be top three. The, the creatures are amazing. So, yeah, I'll probably give it a try. And, it, and it's creepy. If you like the creepy horror. I love it. There are some creepy horror scenes. Yeah. You, you will jump. I got a Silent Hill vibe. Remember Silent Hill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you are dark. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are thinking that you were like the moral compass of the group. But nope, nope. You just got that. I've got a dark side. Got that. <laughs> with a license to kill. Okay. Inner goth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So. Yeah, so I mean, I, I can't wait to see where this journey takes us. I still need to get caught up. My wife and I have committed that after the Super Bowl on Sunday, we're going to sit down and we're going to knock them all out. Um, but I'm having Ooh. a crawfish boil, so we'll see what happens because <laughs> I'll probably get that itis and pass out. That's right. And go yeah. to sleep full of crawfish goodiness. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, well, we'll see, we'll see know, what happens. I don't know if eating an insect-like creature after watching this show is the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah, maybe not. We'll do it before. We'll eat it before. <laughs> um, okay. So we want to talk a little bit about uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that, again, releases on February 17th. So we we talked about the trailers last time. I think all of us are pretty excited about it. I'm I'm still kind of meh. I mean, I'm going to watch it just because I like Scott Lang and I like his characters and I like Paul Rudd. I yeah, mean, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but... I wanted to take a moment and, and talk about some fan theories about what's going to happen because this is supposed to be like a really pinnacle episode, a movie that's that's supposed to like introduce a lot of different things. So I scored the you know a few YouTube vids and some things online um, in terms of some some fan theory, and I want to run them by you guys and find out what you what do you think? Like you know, is this full of shit? Or do you think it's going to happen or or whatever the case is? So I have about six, and so we're going to run through them. All right, and uh, you let me know. So. The first one I have here, true or false, Reed Richards makes an appearance. In the show? In the movie, in Quantumania. Oh, probably. But is it going to be, what's his name? This is Mr. Fantastic, right? No, I know, but who's the actor? Oh, you're talking about- uh, From The Office? From The Office. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, John Mulvaney? Yes. yes. <laughs> I thought he made a great one uh, when we saw him in Doctor Strange, was it? Yeah. 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 Um, but no, yeah, because he was, I mean, no, he's not, uh, he'll be fine. I mean, he's- they already showed him this past summer. Um, I thought he was great. I thought I wanted to see more of him in that character. I thought this would be a fantastic four worth watching. Yeah. And and so if you remember, you know, he got ripped to shreds in the alternate universe. He did. Um, by, now, I also thought I heard that the actor himself did not want to continue playing that role. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to recast the entire entire uh, fantasy, I would say Final Fantasy, the entire <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah. group anyway, right? So, right. um I mean, there's nothing they really can do about it. You know, they're gonna they're gonna have to recast it. So, Reed Richards is probably gonna be one of them, right? They probably won't get him um, to to play it. Um, but there's a lot that links, you know, the Fantastic Four. I think it's called the the dark the dark realm. Um, I, think, I think a lot of this kind of comes out in in the Secret Wars. Um, 
but there's a lot of stuff with the quantum universe that deals with the the Fantastic Four. So this would be a great. I think this. I think this this particular fan theory has some merit. I think that they could bring him back. Uh, but again, I'm not. I'm not a big Fantastic Four guy either, right? I, I don't know. Marvel has a way of tying into future things. So I'm, and I think I've heard that there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie at some point in the future. They, they keep so. kicking it around. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I just don't know. I think it has how many more legs it has left. I mean, this will be like the third time at the trough. Yeah, the fourth time. I mean, I've enjoyed the others. I know they weren't great, but I'd be. How many times did they remake remake the Incredible Hulk? That's true. This right? is true. This yeah. is true. This is true. And and we 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 love him now. He's he's good. <laughs> I give credit. That's a good theory. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. So, if you guys remember, so here's a second one. So if you remember in the uh, trailer, you saw clips of Modoc. Mm-hmm. Right, um, you're looking at me like you don't know who Modog is. I know who Modog <laughs> is. I don't remember clips of him. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah. There's he's a, a clip of him showing up. A couple of oh, them. really? Yeah, there's an outline yeah. of him, and they show a little, little bit of glimmer of his face. Oh, okay, cool. So there were there's some fan theory that really Modok is going to be the villain in this episode, not necessarily Kang. Um, but Kang has some nefarious motives. I mean, there's no there's no questioning about that, but. They're saying that Modoc might be the real villain, and like there's, there's gonna be some kind of interaction between Modoc and Kang, between uh, Lang and Kang, and so anyway, what do you what do you what do you think about that? I don't know. I, mm, I think that's feasible. I don't know. I I don't think I've read a lot about about Modoc and wasn't there there was a cartoon version recently? Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. was all he was all over. Within some parts of the cartoon and okay, and I mean he had, I mean he was featured on so many different versions of uh of the of the comic book, but um I don't know I don't know maybe maybe but this is one of those fan theories that if it is true meh <laughs> you know Scott, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott what do you think six and one half dozen of another right I mean you're gonna have a massive villain and it's either gonna be him or Kang it, it would be interesting to see Modok in a live action film though and I'm really curious now yeah I, I want to see how Marvel <clears throat> the Marvel graphics. Pull them off because they've done. I mean, here you know, you say what you want to say about Eternals, because um, I've been the main one ragging on them. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right, Eternals <laughs> never happened. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in Daniel's multiverse, <laughs> Eternals never happened. Um, but it was a. But I mean, cinema from the cinematics and the graphics. I mean, it's a, it was a gorgeous film. Um, it's just yeah. the storyline was just dumb. Uh, <laughs> all right, third, third, third uh, theory. Hank Pym will die. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I could see that happening. I, I think so. Or will he? Because it's going <laughs> to add that extra level of drama sadness that they want, right? Does anyone really die in the Marvel Universe? I mean, they can always bring you back. They can always bring you back. That's right. That's they, and true. they blame it on the multiverse. Earth 456. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so help me out. So the main Earth is 616, right? I have no idea. I just throw out numbers when I mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm sitting there thinking yes. you're It is? <laughs> oh, oh you just know <laughs> you guys are you guys what a, are useless. What a good nerd. Oh my god. <laughs> Being a nerd, does that mean we like need to know shit? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That is <laughs> it is not 616. I think it is. I think I think the main universe is 616. That is the first number that came up, so I believe it is. <laughs> yep, you're right. There we go. See, Look we have that. at least one nerd in this group. Um, old timers hasn't kicked in yet. Not, not yet, but the episode's still young. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, Scott Lang dies. 
No. I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they've got such a freaking money machine oh, in him yeah. that why would they do that? No, so, he's a favorite. So here, he's a... <clears throat> so was Iron Man. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, but come on. We saw Iron Man in how many movies? Yeah, Scott Lang's been in what? Three now? No, he's been in more than that. He's, he, he did his first appearance back in Two, Civil War. Three? I, four? Okay, four? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Been four movies. Yeah, it's not yeah but in minor parts. Not necessarily full on... I mean, this will be his. I mean, it's as minor. His parts have been as minor as you can be when you have like seventeen other co-stars. I mean, it's it's kind of hard for Ant Man to get Showtime when you got Thor and Incredible Hulk co-starring. But yeah, but Iron Man played massive roles. So here here's where I'm going with that, right? So when I when I took a look at the 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 story play for for this movie, so I guess the main premise is Scott Lang makes a deal with Kang. Because he, you know, Scott's really sad about the years he lost with his daughter. Um, and so he's trying to get that time back. So he makes this deal with him. And and there's some clips in the preview that makes the trailer that makes me think that at some point Scott reneges on on the on the deal. And so, you know, I think I think Kane may actually made some kind of threat like, okay, well, if you screw me over, I'll kill everybody you know, and and all this other stuff. And so when you look at some of the scenes towards the end of the trailer, I just really think, I, I honestly think, I think Scott Lane dying will be that big time, like, whoa, that whoa moment that the MCU for, are we in four or five? Four? I don't know what you're talking about. MCU? Which phase, which <clears throat> phase are we in? Are we I in? have no idea. <laughs> Let me Google it. <laughs> Good Lord. If your computer ever dies, we're I think screwed. we're in phase four. I think, I think we're in right. four. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be that one, that one surge that we kind of need. Um, but cause it's, it's one of those where in, even in the previous Marvel, uh, movies with infinity war, like it was around death, something happened, people died and it was this motivation to, to, for redemption. And, and, and I think Scott's character is genuine enough that if he died, he would be the new motivation. Um, mm, I don't know. Okay. I, I just, I, I, <clears throat> you know, and then you read some of the comic books, about how like the daughter grows up and there's I don't know. I, I I think he might. I think there's a possibility. I think I know Hank's gonna die. His old ass. Is I'm pretty die. sure Hank will die. I don't <clears throat> think they'll kill off Scott Lang yet. I don't know. I don't know. He just released his autobiography. I That's mean, right. He did. <laughs> well, isn't that usually when people are about to croak when they, they write they write their memoirs and <laughs> then they fade they fade into point. they fade into nothing like Yoda. <laughs> um all right, so here we go. I got I got a big one. Here's a doozy for you, right? Okay. Um, and I picked this out myself, and I was happy to know that other folks online were there with me. So Shang-Chi, right? We've all watched Shang-Chi. There is a mm-hmm. big time resemblance to the design of the of the rings and the rings within uh Kang's area. I mean, even the writings. So, so, so if you remember the, if you remember the rings, they were the gold, these golden rings and they had like blue energy when they were on standby mode and they weren't being used, they were kind of blue and they had this weird writing. Okay. And it has a very, I mean, it is uncanny, the resemblance to the rings on, in the trailer, um, within a Kang's fortress. Okay. The other thing is when it activates and they start using it, it turns this gold color. Same Mm -hmm. thing in the quantum realm. Same thing happened with the bracelets on Miss Marvel. Oh, hmm. okay. And 
And, and so I, I got a feeling that they're going to be tied in together um, because it was so funny because I was looking at one of the trailers and I said, huh, they really look. And so I actually have two monitors home. So I took a, a still shot of the bracers from Shang-Chi and the little the rotating circles um, in the trailer. And I was like, holy crap, they look exactly the same. And when they get activated and they're doing shit, they both turn into this gold energy. And every time you see the quantum universe, when something's happening, it becomes this, it's bluish purple, like with Miss Marvel. Yeah. And then it becomes gold, like this gold, it activates. Like, and so. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I, I, I can see that happening. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to make this prediction like I did with Killmonger. <laughs> I think there's going to be a connection between them all. I don't know. I'll, I'll throw it out that there would, for your That would your, make sense. I mean, everything's tied together so well in the Marvel Universe. It would not surprise me in the least. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to see something that... And plus, I miss Shang-Chi. I thought that was such a great movie. And it was. Thought. It was amazing. And, and, and again, it was one of those sleeper movies like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that I, I didn't expect a whole lot of. See something here about a Shang-Chi 2. So. Oh, there's definitely a Shang Chi. I hope so. Oh, okay. yeah. I said Shang Chi Chu. Say, <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> um, all right. Here's here's number six. So if you remember, in in I think it was Infinity War, or beforehand, Scott Lang was was trapped in the quantum realm for five hours. Right in his time in yes. in the quantum realm. Right, and when he came out, it was five years later. Right, it was after the blip. Yep. I have a feeling that with all the time they're going to spend in the quantum universe, oh, I see where that's going. When they come out, the world is going to be different. Oh, that would be awesome because they're mm. in the quantum universe for a long time. At least if you if you extrapolate all the clips from the trailer, they're in there a long time. And I'm like, man, if five hours kept them five years. They did kind of resolve that, though, didn't they? They they managed to find didn't Hulk. Uh, they found a way to go into the quantum universe and yeah. come back out in a yeah. They fixed that. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, yeah. If they went through the that little portal thing that they yeah. made, right? No, that would be interesting. You know, it'd be really interesting. Was that if they came out into Marvel Zombies? <laughs> that would just be <laughs> nice. That would just be tragic. <laughs> that would be awesome. Freaking zombie oh, Captain America. Awesome. They got to be making a Marvel Zombies movie. I mean, come on. Oh my God. I wish they would. Oh, surely. Oh, surely. Yes, they would. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> no, don't call me Shirley. I, I, I would go see it. Oh, me too. I would yeah. go see it. I, you know what? I would even go see it opening night. And you guys know how I hate movie theaters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, man. That should be what we talk about next. Yeah. <laughs> so they did touch on Marvel Zombies in uh, the What If series, didn't they? Yeah, they did an yeah, episode, yeah, they did an episode about episodes, it. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't it was enough. No, it wasn't and enough. And then they brought, it, they brought back a little bit more of the, of the zombies towards the end um, with the final vo- fight with Ultron. Yes. Because they, they opened up a portal to zombie, the yeah. zombie world. Come on, Marvel. We want some live action Marvel Zombies. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Hmm. See, you got me all excited. Between Sillers <laughs> of Catan and, and Marvel Zombies. Was, oh my goodness. Um, okay, that is that is what I have there. Um, so we have a new segment that's gonna come up next. Um, we've hinted at it a few times. I think we're just gonna jump into it and we're gonna call this next segment Old Man Rant. Oh, I've been waiting for this episode for a long time. This is the old man rant. <laughs> So, so you know, one of the cool things about being middle-aged is you start earning the right to complain about shit. Um, and that's what this is going to be about. We're going to find something from nerdisms that we're going to talk about, that we're going to complain about. 
Um, because back in my day, that shit just didn't happen. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to have a topic. And uh, I'm going to give everybody a chance to rant about it. Do it. Or just say, you're just a, you're just a crotchety old man. And <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to let it go. Oh, surely we're all in the same boat. I, we're in the same boat. But, but again, please stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> See, that lets you know how old I am. Airplane reference. Okay. So this, oh, this week's old man rant. We talked about it, I think, in episode four, three or four, about <laughs> younger gamers. Yes. Um, and, and again, let me start off by saying, I don't mean to generalize, but I'm going to totally generalize. Um, so back in my day, <laughs> you know, we all played these games. We all played these new games, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Legend of Zelda, Metroid. You know, then we put on, you know, Tecmo Bowl and we played all the different genres. And... We, we enjoyed it. Like, we look forward to new, new, new games coming out. These kids now, they, they find one game. They find one game, and that's it. They don't play anything else. They, they, they don't try anything else. And it's just, it's just the most odd thing for me to, like, I, you know, I try to play with some other younger members of my family, and they will not play any other game. Well, I'll play with your Mortal Kombat. I'm like, well, I want to play Mortal Kombat. Let's play, uh, let's play NBA K2 and 23 I don't want to play a sports game. I don't want to play that. And, but I was like, well, what else do you play? Well, I just play that. I'm like, so, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, yeah, is no, it just I've me? That. No, my kids play Minecraft uh, and only Minecraft. I will say they just recently switched to Roblox, which isn't much of a jump. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, isn't it the no. same thing? Uh, pretty Not much, really. I think. I've never really played Roblox, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, they don't They don't like to expand. No, they find one thing games. and they stick with it. What, what do you think, Scott? Well. Let's let's go down to the roots of where I think this comes from for us, right? So we used to go to like an arcade, and you'd go, have Doctor Scott, five bucks, right? Yeah, so you have five bucks a quarters, and you've got this whole arcade to run around oh, and play yeah. all these oh, different games, and I that see was where just going. how we were brought up. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so now you know, then the then the console started. So I don't know about you guys, I started with an Intellivision, which Jesus. God, that's going back. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that does go back. Um, and then a Trash eighty. It was our mm-hmm. first PC. And then, you know, coming up through the PC games, we had a Gateway 2000. Good God, a 486SX33. I still remember what it was. It had like, I don't know, <laughs> half a mega RAM or some shit. It was ridiculous. It was a beast at the time, though. Um, anyway, but you were coming up through all these console games. New, like you said, Jasani, new stuff's coming out constantly. So you're you're just spreading out because you like everything. You're just like, new game, give it to me. I want to play. Yeah. So, and you find your certain genres that you like. Like, I kind of like platformers, and you guys know from before, like kind of the the old school retro arcadey type of games and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, these kids they don't have that. So, so they've got stuff like Fortnite, right? And even Destiny. Let's just throw Destiny in the mix there because it's part of the problem, quote unquote. <laughs> is you shut up, sir? Don't you blame <laughs> Destiny? We're not going to get any more clanmates. <laughs> But no, no, but it, it, it feeds into kind of what I'm saying is where you've got Destiny, which are these seasonal type games. So you can literally just go play one game and then they keep on adding stuff to it. So but, but hold you on. had Super Mario Brothers but, or you had Legend of Zelda. But Scott, Scott that hold, was hold fucking on. it. Scott, hold up, hold up. But see, that's the thing, right? In my experience, the younger players these days, they don't even do that, right? It's not about... Okay, I want to play this for a season, and when the when the content dwindles down, I'm gonna switch to another game. No, they stick with that same game. 
No, no, no. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm actually saying that it's because they have these games that now are in a seasonal type mode. Oh, they have I see no what you're reason okay. to go anywhere else. Mm, okay. Yeah, so, makes sense. like I was saying, Mario <clears throat> Brothers, Legend of Zelda. That was the fucking game. That was it. You were done. That yeah. was. There's no. There's no season two. There's no add-ons and upgrades and a store you can go buy new cosmetics it was that was the game and then you played it and you were done with it and you say okay next you go into the next one and then you spread out from there whereas these kids they've got Fortnite and they've got you know roblox and <laughs> minecraft where you have different game modes and you have all this different stuff where they can keep with it which is great but i still think it's freaking lame just sticking with one game it, 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 it is and it, it it kills me because so even so even then, you know, I'm going to go back to your Legend of Zelda example. And I, look, and I'm going to apologize to any, to the to both of our listeners that are listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to my mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> I'm coming home for spring break. Need clean laundry. Um, no, I'm, I'm apologizing now because I think I'm I think I'm actually coming down with something. And so <laughs> there may be some interesting breathing in the background <laughs> when we listen to this thing again for, for editing. So if it's there, oh my God, I apologize. Cordyceps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <good Lord. laughs> um, but no, but going to your point though, Scott. So when you said okay, like Legend of Zelda, I was one of those people. I got that gold cartridge, that Legend of Zelda cartridge, and I played it. But when you went to your friend's house, they said, Hey, let's play Street Fighter, let's play Ninja Gaiden. Like mm-hmm. you played that shit. Yes. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, I only play Legend of Zelda. Well, so I think there's another factor here. Our kids are being influenced. <laughs> the influencers, right? Because yeah. my kids Dun. love Minecraft. They watch all the Minecraft YouTubers, right? And then the Minecraft YouTubers started to play Roblox, and now my kids are playing Roblox. So yeah, yeah, we didn't have that back then. Our, our influencers were like our older brother who was playing. That's before. right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and also, our influencers were Nintendo Power, which told you what games. To hey, buy listen. Next, hey, so. I used to love some Nintendo Power, man. That Dude, was like. I'm my- so sad. I got rid of all my uh, my freaking magazines. I used to listen. I used to. That was my first magazine subscription. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and dad would get like Newsweek and you know Ebony and some other cool magazines, and and I'd get my Nintendo Power. And what was really cool about Nintendo Power? So we've gotten off the rant now. So we're talking about something <laughs> completely different because we're middle aged. We get to do that. That's right, uh, <laughs> Grandpa. What are you talking about now? Shut up and give me some. We just, just got to make sure we have time for our movie. We we, the movie. we 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 have all the time in the world. The multiverse. <laughs> um, but no, we so. Um, crap, I lost my train of thought. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> it's setting in. <laughs> it's starting. This this, this week's all time response. <laughs> Every episode. Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> God damn Influencers? it. Influencers? Does that mean social media? And you were talking about magazines. Oh, yeah, magazines. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The least you could do is jar my memory. Um, these kids just won't shut up while I'm talking. Um, but, uh, yeah, I saw Nintendo Power, like, they used to come with these really cool, like, each one, like, a, had a fold-out map. Mm-hmm. And I remember in my bed, it drove my mom crazy. I had a whole wall, and I would just take that, take that fold-out, and I'd put it on the wall. And I had an entire wall covered with just Nintendo Power fold-outs. Awesome. It was awesome. Yes, it was. My wife, my, my mom thought it was an eyesore. I was like, you don't know what art is. Like, this was beautiful, and I collected it. And, and one of them, I'm so excited about it. Like, in the middle was the Legend of Zelda map. And so you kind of spread it out, and it had the entire, I think it was called the Lost Woods. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. the entire Lost Woods 
right there. And I had so many of my friends coming over to my house playing Legend of Zelda, and they'd keep looking at my wall. That's right. Yeah, right? it was the guide. Yeah, it was the guide. Yeah. And last thing I'll say about Nintendo Power, and they just had the greatest scheme going. Do you remember the the number that they you could call for tips? Oh yeah. Mm, no. So that. Was, <laughs> Dude, yeah, there's a there's a whole documentary about that shit. Really? Yeah. It, what's it called? Um, what, it's, um, you just can't say that to walk away. What do you? <laughs> like, no, no, I'm trying at? to think of that. It was like Game Over or something where they talked about the like the Nintendo helpline, the gamer helpline. So you could call them up, and they literally had these massive binders full of game stuff. Oh, I think so I remember got, seeing like, that. Stuck in a map. It's on. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that. But yeah, it was great. I remember, I think it was like 206 number. I think you called Redmond, Washington. I think that's what it yep, was. That's it. That's where Nintendo of America is. And I remember the first, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to call real quick and get this, get help on. Uh, I think it was, I want to say it was Metroid. Yes, I was just thinking that. I, I think, remember oh picking God, up a book yeah. from uh, Barnes and Noble or B. Dalton Booksellers or Walden Books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Walden Books. Walden Jesus. Book, geez. Yeah, it was a Metroid guy. All the maps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so because there were these parts with these bubbles, you, you had to go in a certain pattern. But anyway, <laughs> one call became like six calls. Became it became crack. I was addicted because because oh. they gave me answers. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't have to figure this shit out anymore. I can just call them. Awesome, man. That phone bill showed up. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is calling Redmond, Washington? I mean, we're just, we're a family in Central Louisiana. Who the fuck do we know in Redmond, Washington? And who do we talk to enough when they can call ten times each day for the last two weeks? Oh my god. So yeah, that that became a thing. That became an issue. But anyway. um, but yeah, these kids, yeah, they suck. Kids suck. <laughs> we love you, kiddos. We love you. Mm-mm. Unless we play, unless we play with you online, then you suck again. You guys, are, yeah. I, I, I'll make one more rant. Sub rant. This will be a sub rant. Shoot, go. <laughs> so, um, they keep trying to rush me, and I refuse to be pushed. Uh, but like, their the play style, even the play style for younger gamers is completely different um, than ours. Like, it, yes, it, it, it well. Like the Minecraft storyline that these YouTubers do, I find it absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the drama is lame. I'm like, seriously. Wait, what is what, they go to like wait, what kind of drama? School? What kind of drama they, could be they, on Minecraft? <laughs> they the these guys they get together and they play their characters and there's a storyline involved and they try to act it out, but it's I think it's <laughs> lame as shit. It's it's a waste of life. <laughs> It's a waste of life that's making them a shit ton of money. So you kind of sit there and go, it is. Exactly. And then my kids want to buy their merch. And I'm like, I don't want to give them money. They need to give me money to pay for your college. (laughs) College? But I mean, here's the thing. I'm doing three gap years, um, Dad. I'm buying something now you're not going to see for six months. (laughs) Yeah. So... so By the time it comes, you totally forgot I even ordered it. Who just passed away recently, right? Say say again? There was a the famous Minecrafter who just uh, passed away recently. It was like Technoblade. Yes. Or, yeah. He yeah. had cancer. Yeah. So, we followed that story. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the thing that kills me about this is right. So we had our our childhood heroes and all this stuff. But I mean, the the kids today they get so involved with the lives of these guys that you know do their Minecraft stuff. We had a, a neighbor whose girl was literally like distraught in tears that this guy kind of kicked it. It was incredibly like, sad. I mean, he was. It, it's, it is incredible. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. is incredibly sad and, and incredibly, you know, like a, a really tough kind of story. But it's like, I don't know anybody like on that kind of famous level that used to kind of tag along, you know, follow as a kid that you got that involved with. Now, we, right? we, we didn't have we didn't have anything like that. I mean, no. 
I mean, precisely. So it's, it's just, yeah. it's weird. It, the, the whole dichotomy is just, well, I don't think dichotomy is the right word, but it's, it, it's, that's where I'll kind of say it's fine because it's a different, it's a different age. We didn't have social mm-hmm. media back then. I will, I will leave, I will leave this discussion on one question though. Even though back then when we were gaming in the old school Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, Sega Genesis days, how is it, even though there was no internet, Every gamer across the world knew that when your Nintendo cartridge didn't work, take it out and blow it. That's right. Everyone knew. Yes. Everyone knew. Every, I, and, I, and it's just amazing. Like, everyone knew, even though there was no internet back then. I don't know. One of world's I have mysteries. no idea. That's a really good freaking question. Everyone how knew. How the frick would you figure that out? I, I mean, now that I've, you know, I get to travel a little bit, so I've, I've met some gamer friends in uh, different parts of the world. London, Middle East, you go. They, they Yes. They know. They know. You if you if you put it in and the lights start flashing that weird color, you open it up, blow in the controller, put it back in. That everybody knew, but there was no internet. You're right. I'm That's pretty to think freaking amazing when you think about knew. it. I mean, I, I knew. I guess I knew someone who knew, but how did they know? <laughs> how did <laughs> yeah, they know? How did they know? And they uh, yeah. That, well, wow. I mean, by the time you were in Nintendo, you had a few years on Atari, right? So you had some experience with cartridges. Yeah, but I yeah, had, I mean, had a, we had the same had thing a, with the Intellivision, right? So if it didn't work, you just pulled it out, blew in it, and then put it back in again. Did you? Because so really? I had an Atari, uh, was it twenty eight hundred? Um, I never blew it. I mean, I've kind of put my finger in it and see if there's any lint in it, which apparently you weren't ever supposed to do. <laughs> You're never supposed to put your fingers <laughs> on the little doodads in there. But I never blew. We all did that. I don't ever. <laughs> they were pretty resilient. Yeah, well, they knew they they knew people like <laughs> they me. were That's pretty right. freaking resilient. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I just. That is the eternal question. Uh, if anybody, who, if both of our, if one of our both two listeners listens and has an idea of, of a theory, feel free to put it in comments. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought about it, and that's one of life's mysteries. And on that life mystery, we will transition to our final segment, '80s flashback. All right. So if you couldn't tell by the nicknames in the intro, our movie for the month is Weird Science. <laughs> one of my favorite movies uh of the 80s so if you're not familiar with the movie um basically uh the movie was made in 1985 uh it's a they consider like a science comedy uh buddy film i didn't know those kind of existed back then but apparently it is it was written by john hughes who was huge back then right he, he mm-hmm. was he was king of the 80s teen romance rom-com drama yeah. um thing so it starred anthony michael hall um, who was in several of his productions? Um, Ian Mitchell Smith, Kelly LeBrock, who was a big oh, deal back she then. Was great. Um, <laughs> um, and I didn't know this that the title was taken from a Comics Code Authority uh, comic book in the 1950s. It yes. was literally called Weird Science. That's right. Um, and they had to acquire the rights to actually do that. To, the producer had to actually acquire the rights to to have the name. Um, the title song, Weird Science, it's my creation. Yeah, that was done by Oingo Boingo. Um, and Danny you know, Elfman I, himself. Say again? Danny Elfman himself. Danny Elfman himself, right? Um, he's, he's very well known. Weird fact, I didn't know that Oingo Boingo was considered new wave, new wave music. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know there was a thing called new wave music. <laughs> Shut your mouth. What? Are you serious? What is considered new wave? Um, oh Depression, my God. Right? Who? Depeche Mode. Depeche, Duran Duran Oh, as well. Duran, okay, I know Duran Duran. Oh, was Duran Duran New Wave? Uh, Flock of Seagulls. Oh, my Lord, yes. Okay. I mean, but what, what constitutes New Wave? 
It was a new wave of 80s music. Is, is it? Yeah, I think <laughs> you should have saw, saw the eyes he just gave me. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, it's Oingo Boingo is a funny one because Oingo Boingo was actually a huge group. They had like eight or ten members. So there was a very different kind of sound from like a Duran Duran Depeche Mode kind of thing where they were using a lot more of that electronic synth. And then you had like the 80s hair bands and 80s rock, which, you know, used mainly guitars and distortion and all that shit. Mm. So... Yeah, Oingo Boingo was a, an odd offshoot, I think, of that new wave. I don't, I don't, I guess they had to kind of put them in there, but I don't know if I would call them new wave. I not, don't know. not the way Depeche Mode and them were. Good old Wikipedia, man, you know. So, um, so the synopsis in the movie, um, and, and again, <laughs> the synopsis, sometimes when you go online, they're, 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 they're half baked and they're not necessarily accurate, but I'm going to read what I wrote down or half hashtag printed out. Um, Teen Misfits, uh, Gary, starred by Anthony Michael Hall and Wyatt, who was starred by Ian Mitchell Smith, designed their ideal woman on a computer in a freak electrical accident. And it wasn't a freak electrical accident. It was totally intended, but okay. Um, <laughs> brings her to life in the form of a lovely superhuman Lisa, starred by Kelly LeBrock. She outfits Gary and Wyatt in cool clothes, surprises them with a Porsche, and helps them stand, out to, stand up to jerks, played by Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Rustler. But all the while, the boys must hide Lisa's existence from Chet, starred by Bill Paxton. Uh, Game over, man. Game over. Right? Game over, man. (laughs) Game over, man. Wyatt's nightmare of a brother, Chet. Um, So I don't think that synopsis is totally accurate, but it gives you the idea. Um, So I ask this question all the time. First off, did, did this movie hold up over years, over the years? I think it did. I think, you know, it was a time where technology was hitting all sorts of movies. We had Tron, War Games, you know, and I thought it did hold up. I I really enjoyed watching it again. Um, It was kind of cool to see some of those uh, characters like, uh, oh, what was his name? (laughs) (laughs) Notes, where are your notes? (laughs) Michael Berryman. I don't know. You remember the scene with the uh, punk bikers or the mutant bikers? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I saw him and it was such a flashback to that scene and I couldn't pinpoint that that scene and it was in this movie and it was, I thought it was a great scene. And and Michael Berryman, um, he's been in quite a few horror movies. I looked him up on IMDb. I I was like, I know I've seen him in other stuff. I knew he was in The Hills Have Eyes in the 70s. Um, And he's got like a long string of horror B movies, Um, but he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. Really? Yeah. Like through those movies? Through those movies, yes. And so he's kind of an odd looking guy, right? And uh, he actually has a a syndrome called hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia. Good Lord. Yes. (laughs) Kudos to you for saying that. It's a rare condition um, that he doesn't have sweat glands, hair, or fingernails. So that's why he looks kind of odd. But he sort of owned it by participating in all these horror movies and playing this mutant guy. And uh, Hmm. today he's a millionaire. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs fingernails when you got millions of dollars in your bank account? Yeah. (laughs) But it was cool to see characters like him. Kelly LeBrock, of course, she was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. was a big surprise. And Bill Paxton, I was totally surprised that that was him playing Chet, uh, the guy who ends up turning into the uh, mutant frog at the end. That was classic. (laughs) No. Okay. So that was a mutant frog. You know what that was? Shit. It was shit. I thought he looked like a pile of shit, but he also looked like a frog. (laughs) No, he was a pile of shit. And honestly, I spent the last 30 years not knowing what he was. I thought he was some kind of freaking mutant lizard guy. He was like some kind of blob. He didn't look like shit. Well, I, I mean, mean, he did look like shit, but he wasn't actually shit. He he looked like shit. Okay. And the guy's name was Chet. So Chet. Looked, oh, interesting. There you Chet go. Chet looked like Chet. Okay. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think, uh, Scott? Did it hold up to you? 
Dude, it is it is a flash. It's like I told you before. It's a blast from the past. It it's an amazing one of those amazing movies that you remember as a kid, and like watching it again was like kind of refreshing and hilarious. Um, so yeah, I think it I think it holds up fairly well as long as you take it as lighthearted as it's supposed oh, to be yeah. taken. Yeah, you. you I can't. think I went into it going back again, thinking it was a little bit more serious than it was. No. and then you know you see some of the stuff like breaking the fourth wall, like it happened. Oh, it happened a couple times. It happened a couple times. Yeah. No, I you got to remember that this is supposed to be taken tongue in cheek. Yeah, but you can't. It, it you fantastic. can't take it seriously. I, it, it was you, great watching that again. You, you can't go into the movie taking it seriously at all. Otherwise, you no. will be disappointed and frustrated. Um, so Anthony Michael Hall, again, I mentioned earlier, he was in a lot of movies at this time, and a lot of them were produced by. Uh, sorry, directed by uh, John, Hughes. John Hughes. So he was in National Lampoon's Vacation. He starred as Rusty, um, who's one of my favorite characters. Six, yes. 16, <laughs> 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club. And then I didn't know that he and Robert Downey Jr. did a season on Saturday Night Live. Like, oh, really? Together okay. for, from, from the 85 and 86 season. They did a season, they did, but they didn't make it the whole year. <laughs> um, <'cause it's, laughs> Are you saying they weren't funny? No. Well, I don't know. I never watched those episodes. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I was reading about it, and they said that typically you don't have large celebrities go down to television because it was like movies and then television. Um, usually it's the other way around. You, most of the comedians got their start on Saturday Night Live and then you know, like Eddie Murphy right, right, right. and then yeah. did movies. Yeah, But they did reverse, but they didn't make it a whole season. So I thought that was interesting. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was that funny. No, <laughs> I mean, I think it's like, I think all these guys like situational comedy, right? It's not that they're like outwardly funny. Right, right, right. Like I wouldn't pay money to go see them do, you know, no. Anthony Michael Hall do stand up, right? No, he's a great actor. Like he was great in The Breakfast Club. I thought that was, oh, yeah. uh, well, obviously that was well, an excellent movie. And you know, he's in more, more recent times, Anthony Michael Hall was on this show, Goldberg, The Goldbergs. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, he's on The Goldberg, so which yeah. is great because it's always about 80. That's all I about I don't think 86. he looks anything today like he did back then. No, nah, I mean, he, no, he, he, he grew up. He, he mean, did, yeah. He was really an awkward looking guy I, I, in the eighties. You, you took the word right from me. Like that anymore. Like he was the. I think one reason why he resonated with with us at the time was the fact that you know at that age we all were going to the awkward puberty stage. Your head's bigger than the rest of your body. I, I still had an issue, even though I'm you know in my mid forties. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but but yeah, but he he had an awkward lanky. He hadn't grown out. His teeth were a little bit bigger than his mouth. You know that whole thing was going on. Um, but yeah, he's, I mean, he, he, he's a decent, he's a decent looking dude at this point. Um, yeah, I think that's the same thing that, you know, what resonates so well with stranger things with our generation as well as that same going back into the teenage years and that just being and looking awkward as fuck. Oh, I mean, just being a teenager, was just being awkward. It was just, it mm-hmm. was awkward. You had hormones. You didn't know. And then back then, you know, conversations about like sex and like, it's not as open and free as it was <laughs> back then. Um, I mean, just, I mean, there were certain things where. You just didn't talk about and you learned it from your buddies or Playboy, you know. Yeah. And, and remember, there was no internet porn back then, right? It, it Playboy was your porn. That's right. Right? A lot of sticky pages under some oh. beds, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this sock so hard? Oh, so <laughs> go ahead and say it. No. <laughs> I, I would assume, I would assume our, our moral police would step in and stop you. He didn't stop me, though. He, let me, he, let you me got keep. that in there really quick. <laughs> I waited for wasn't looking. I waited for you to take a breath and I just <laughs> heart sock. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be the name of the that's gonna be the name of the episode. The one with the heart the one with the heart sock. Um all right. John, 
So apparently John Hughes wrote this script in only two days. So okay, quick, like over the weekend, like he, he knocked it out. I I don't know. I think it was. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good script for only forty eight hours. I, I thought know. it was a cool idea. It's kind of funny today. We have three D printers. We can print all sorts of stuff. And the idea that they were just going to fabricate a human being uh, on his computer was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't have thought of. I couldn't have. I couldn't have had a fleshed out story like that in forty eight hours. I yeah. mean, oh, I, it was it was fleshed out. It was fleshed. Out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sock. Pun intended. Uh, all right, Lisa uh, is named was actually named after an actual computer. Uh, it is the Apple Lisa, one of the first graphic user interface computers that was actually worked on by Steve Jobs. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so that's where so Lisa okay. Lisa wasn't just a spontaneous name that they put in in the script. Like that's that was the name of a computer. Okay. Um, okay, so you remember the scene where Gary and Wyatt are in a bathroom in their own party. Yes. Uh, right. Yeah. And they try to convince each other to go out to their own and attend their own party. So during the bathroom scene, a Playboy magazine can easily be seen on the counter next to the toilet. It is the edition featuring Kelly LeBrock's editorial with photos on the cover. Oh, really? So okay. I went. I went back after I saw the trash. I said, "Holy crap! It, it's right there." Well, so remember they were cutting out pages and slipping it into their little scanner. Remember? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, let's. <laughs> well, let, okay. You bring up a good. Let's talk about that. You would have jacked up your computer feeding pieces of paper. Well, and, I was like, what is that? Because it looks like a real device. And I want to know what it no, really they was. No, they just made that shit no, up. No, they looks, just made it that up. It looked like a real device. No, and they, they just made it look like a scanner. They weren't, even, they weren't even really scanners back then like that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what device it could have been. But I was like. I'm going to investigate this a bit further. But that, I, that was a machine that was in use for something. But <laughs> Maybe it was a floppy disk insert. I don't know. I no, I think no, they, 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 they made that was, up. They're using a scanner before scanners even existed. That's pretty fucking forward thinking. That is if, true. If that's the yeah. case. Maybe it was a Star Trek fan, fan, fanatic or something. But look. So, it wasn't scanning. It was eating. Because <laughs> yeah, they didn't get it back. No, they didn't. They didn't get it back. <laughs> so, and, and here's what I loved about it. So when they said, we're going to build a woman, and they decided they're going to do it, and they, they got down to business, the very first thing was they loaded that big ass three and a half inch floppy. Was it no, three? Oh, yes, was five, they did. I totally five, no, that. no, that wasn't three. Wait, it was a five and a quarter? It was, it was a, a big one. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, uh, what, are the, what, are the, what was the memory capacity of those things? Like, it was like oh, God. two it was megs. Kilobytes, wasn't it? Was it kilobytes? No, it was uh, the three and a halfs were 1.44 megabytes. Oh, that's oh, right. And so, right. And so, what were the big ones? Bigger ones? Because what were the bigger ones? Less. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. It, it's like you're, you're talking now, like the, 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 thing of scale now is so ridiculously massive that like even thinking about that low level of like, you can't even like a picture isn't even that small anymore right right yeah, yeah no true. but it, it just cracked me up they were getting out of business they were cracking their figure let's do it we're gonna build this woman and the very first thing when they took that big ass floppy disk, disk and do it i said <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do do a play organ trail what do we do <laughs> oh and then well and then they put the freaking you know phone receiver on the modem which used to be the way to do it back in the day oh my god not was, even a 2400 baud modem it was even slower than that well it was, it's it's also so crazy because like the whole hacking into the government like what like where was that yeah i know that was, it was just some miscellaneous yeah. government agency that, where they had to pull power like why would you go to a government agency just hack you know your local utility company if you're gonna hack somebody i don't know it just seemed of course, oh, and remember you got to hack the Pentagon to get all that computer power. Yeah, it was like, it was like out, a physical right? activity like, hacking into that thing. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so, so Wyatt, the character yes. Wyatt. Yeah. So we noticed that we were watching the movie. <laughs> so if you see where they were building 
they were putting stuff in the computer for, to build Lisa. Like, Wyatt is profusely sweating. <laughs> I mean, he actually has his shirt wide open. It and was it, dripping in it water. Is, it was literally dripping. And then you look at the other guy. And he's dry. He's just dry. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know why this guy's so wet. <laughs> it just looks gross. So here's something that was interesting. And I thought I caught this, but I didn't know if I was sure, but I know I'm sure now. So the school, uh, Sherman High School, um, is also the name of the high school in the Breakfast Club. And so, and it was also the same school that was used in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Risky Business, and 16 Candles. Wow, okay. Well, shit. Right? Yeah. I, I, I thought because there's an outside shot of the school. Yeah. And I was like, man, it looks familiar. Looks familiar, yeah. But, you know, it's high school in 80, so they all look the same. That's right. All right. Some international names for the movie. Um, so in Sweden, the movie was called Dream Woman. Yeah. Russia, it was called Oh the Science. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In Germany, it was called Cool Magic with Lisa. Ugh. Almost like a cooking show. That's Jesus. terrible. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. In Japan, it was called Electric Venus. <laughs> That's that actually, cool, actually could work. Though. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's probably oh. the more reasonable one out of all of them. But here we go. The Danes got it beat. The Danes have it all together. The Danes called it "Touch Me, I'm Yours." Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> got a little Danes, man. All right, you guys ready for some clips? Do it. Let's do, do it. Some clips. All right. I mean, I was nuts for the girl. And what did to me was these big titties she had. <laughs> she wouldn't have to worry about no titties for the rest of her life, boy. You know, she was set and she was looking good, son. That's the truth, baby. I called every night for like a month. I mean, I'm talking devotion, man. Every damn night? Every night, Mitch. I ain't playing with you. On the telephone? <laughs> Boy talking about on the telephone, man. Well, yeah, God damn, we know there's a telephone, boy. What the heck they gonna do here? <laughs> I thought Michael Anthony Hall's that whole being drunk. He was that. funny. Yeah. Oh, that was so great. I like. I don't even know where that voice came from. It was so good. <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing. We the telephone. Um. So let's keep on. Um. Oh, yeah. So it's so funny. Like half of these clips are like from one segment. So the segment yeah. where Lisa goes to uh, pick up Gary for the party, like half of the, half of the scene, half of, like half the clips I have are from that scene because I think that was the best scene overall. So let's talk about this one. This was called uh, we called it movie party. OK, movie party. <laughs> movie party is what oh, it is. Huh? Folks. We're going hey. to movie party. It's such a little liar. No, I've whipped up this nasty little soiree over at his friend Wyatt's house. Soiree what? Soiree, honey. I think that means um, party. Party. You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type of thing. I mean, uh, I'm not talking candle wax on the nipples or witchcraft or anything like that. <laughs> so... I thought Where's was, my invite? Well, yeah, I didn't have parties like that in can high I, school. What can I RSVP? Uh, I just thought with the with the was she British or Australian? It's British, British. You, you sound like I'm supposed to know that. I mean, like, I don't, to, come she, on, she's she British. Like okay, all right. So so I love the fact that 
the like when she says wax on the nipples, like the, the British accent, I would just it just added a whole no, other no, dimension. No, no, it was awesome. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. Uh, yeah, here we go. All right, the next one I love. This is a great one. This is that. This is this is old Anthony Michael Hall with that voice again. I really shouldn't be driving. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. You know, I really just don't feel like driving. Okay, forget it. I drive. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. <laughs> Is he going to be all right? I don't know. I warned him about that blind dog, Bob. Hey, he don't even have his license, Lisa. He's not lying. I don't even have a lens permit. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That voice license. is ridiculous. I love it. He ain't even got a license, Lisa. Oh, my God. That was so good. That was so I've good. I've been there. I mean, he's such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. Have a few <laughs> drinks. I feel like the coolest guy in the room. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, yeah, these, these clips are definitely out of order. That's probably my fault. Uh, so this goes back to towards the beginning when they actually get into the shower scene with Lisa at the very beginning. So here we go. We call this the shower. Have you met Gary and Wyatt? No. <laughs> sort of. If you get the chance, shower with them. I did. It's a mind scrambler. Oh, that's so good. Okay, it's a reference to it's the a shower reference, scene. It's a reference to that scene. scene. It's actually at the party. At the house I, party. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I couldn't see anybody else playing play that role but Kelly LeBrock. I mean, yeah, no, that, that she's got that dirty voice and uh, dude. oh my yeah. god. So she's actually American, born in New York, but raised in London. Okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah, see, shut up, Scott. I do love her <laughs> no, accent, but she has the English accent. Come on, not <laughs> Australian. <laughs> Come on. I, didn't, I couldn't quite tell. Shut up. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's see. Where are we at? Okay. We, call, we just call this threatened? I don't know what this is. All right. Curly, you get the hell out of here before I throw you out. Don't threaten me, Al. You're out of shape. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> Daniel, look, I love it. Daniel loved that quote. It came out, and we, we probably replayed it like I'll 30 times. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> You're out of shape. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I love the way she's pointing at him, too. <laughs> she's pointing at his gut. She's like, like fucking pointing, <laughs> plugging him right oh in the chest. Oh, my God. That was so good. All right. So I th- could watch that on repeat. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, Al. You're out of shape. I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. And it's like arse. I'll kick your arse. <laughs> Um, this next scene is called Malacas. See you guys in the emergency room, huh? <laughs> Hello, pretty lady. Tell me something. What's a beautiful bride like you doing with a malaca like this, huh? It's purely sexual. No shit. She's into malacas, Dino. <laughs> so, all right, <laughs> you got to tell me what is a malaca. So I lo- you know I looked it up. I know you did. So malaca is a Greek name nickname for like a guy who masturbates a lot oh okay <laughs> yeah did, didn't go where you think it was going did you no i did not um, uh... and, but but apparently like in greece that it's a term of endearment if you're really close to the person like if you're really really good friends so you don't want to just walk up to some miscellaneous dude and just say malaka uh you you might get your malaka knocked off right mm, yeah. um, <laughs> but but yeah but apparently it's just like my buddy, my homie, you know, like, you know, oh, you Malaka or something like that. Um, <laughs> there's there's got to be another reason. There's got to be another, like, meaning of that. Because when you go on a Greek ship and you're you're working with the guys and you're like, if it's something, like, inconsequential, it's always like, eh, Malaka. 
<laughs> so I wonder what other. There's got to be some other slang. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of references to this movie about masturbation. So I, know, I, I would. I would. I would. I so that's probably it. why. If it's inconsequential, it's just like, eh, go jerk off. All right. So this is. I would probably. This is actually probably my funniest. The funniest scene, um, in my viewpoint in the movie. It's called Tosser. Have you ever wondered how sad it is that your son's only sexual outlet is tossing off? Magazines in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> Ma, I never oh tossed God. off to anything. You told me you were combing your hair. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> the sheer panic. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Which, with, with, oh Lisa, with, yeah, the sheer horror. When Lisa says the, the only sexual gratification he gets. <laughs> Oh my god! And the mother reacted like, "Oh, Gary!" <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, and so, <laughs> I guess I must have missed this in the eighties. But I, the, the the reference to tossing off is like masturbation. Like it's I, that, a British thing, I think. Is it? It's an English I slang. Think it is. Yeah. yeah. Toss it. Like and I love how Gary at the, at the end of the scene was doing the gesture. I never toss <laughs> off. I never <laughs> toss <laughs> off. He's literally doing the gesture while he's like, I never <laughs> toss off. Like, oh my gosh. All right. We got one more clip here. What is this? Teaching job? I, I mm-hmm. don't remember why we named these things. All right. Here we go. Teaching job. <laughs> Terribly sorry. Call me. I have lunch. Can we keep this between us? I'd hate to lose my teaching job. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that. Scene. That was at the end. That was, that was the biker. That was the guy you were just yeah, talking about. Yeah, that was about. the biker says he just told the, them off. Oh, and that's right. They, that's they, right. He yeah, just yeah, told yeah. them okay. off and yeah, and he got them to leave their house. And yes. <laughs> apparently the big the big goon was, was a teacher. <laughs> He's a teacher. <laughs> he know what so apparently that's what they do on the weekends. So um <laughs> that was good. That was good fun. I I I enjoyed that movie. What are we gonna do next? What are we what are we thinking? Next month is March. I don't that was kind of our Valentine's theme movie, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I mean, a bunch of me. nerds making a woman. I mean, oh come my on, god, watch it. It was worth it. It was worth seeing that again. It you was know, so much fun. You know what we have? So maybe we do war games. War games? Yeah. Let's do it. Maybe we do war games. Yep. If it's on uh Netflix or Amazon Prime, we can do it. Okay. So we'll do more. Okay, so that's it. Um, and I think that's going to be it for us. Uh, this was a lot. I thought we would shorten the episode up. It was but we, fun. But lots we, of laughter. Lots of <laughs> lots of laughter. They probably tuned in after toned out after the first thirty seconds of the laughter. Yeah, it was like thirty minutes of laughter. Maybe we can cut out the middle. <laughs> yeah, we might be able to cut a little bit of that out. <laughs> anyway, no, but uh, no, I, I, as always, this has always been fun. So we'll we'll do it again. Uh, make sure you stay tuned uh, for later in the month for our mini sode, which that's that's going to be focused on Destiny. Um, in real time, that we'll be recording that in the next five minutes. But for you, it'll be two weeks later into the future. Um, so we're going to bid you adieu. So for me, oh, shit, I should tell people how to reach us, right? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so if you want to email us, you can email us at middleagednerds. That's nerds with a Z at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at nerds underscore age. And we also have our own Discord channel. Um, but if you really want to get in on hijinks, join us on Facebook under Middle Age Nerds. Uh, you, you come for the banter, but you stay for the memes. So we appreciate you guys joining us as always. So on behalf of me, Scott, and Daniel, we hope you guys are having a great February. Happy Black History Month. We hope you have a month of love and amour. Amour? Amour? Amour. 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 Both. Both. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have to build a woman, um, but enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the person you're with. Love who you love, be kind to each other, and we'll see you next month. Take care, guys.